News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Now, attempts to portray the whole tourism sector as price gouging are lazy, ill informed, and inaccurate, so wrote Owen O'Mara Walsh, Chief Executive at the Irish Tourism Industry Confederation, in the Business Post over the weekend. And he joins us now. Um, I'm sure the whole industry isn't price gouging, Owen, and I don't think anyone would say that it is, but it certainly looks like some people are. Yeah, there's 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 an excess there's excessive prices being charged by a small minority of hoteliers and tours, tourism operators. You saw it last week with the Taylor Swift yeah. uh, concert for next June. But I think the point I was keen to make is that tourism and hospitality is the country's largest indigenous industry and biggest regional employer. There's in fact twenty thousand tourism businesses out there. Most are family run. Most are SMEs. They're all labour intensive. They all operate off modest profit margins, and the the vast majority are very responsible in terms of pricing and in terms of value for money. But it's the small minority that catch the media headlines and they're the ones that give us a bad name. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I only know about what, what's going on in the news, but we are hearing that up to 30% of, ho- of hotel places in this country are currently occupied by those seeking international protection. That's a guaranteed income for those hoteliers uh, and, and most of them wouldn't be fully occupied during winter. So, that, so that's a boon for them. But you would imagine for the other 70%, that's a lot of competition taken out of the market. Are they not doing quite well at the moment? Yeah, I mean, the, the, the whole government contract one is an, is, is an interesting one. There's a little bit of doubt about the figures, but certainly thousands of bedrooms have been contracted by the government yeah. for Ukrainian refugees. Surely that secrets. can only be a good thing for, for, exactly. for the ho- that's, hotel industry. That's, o- that's, that's okay for the hotels, but it's for the broader tourism industry that I have a lot of concern. So Fulcher Ireland have done a lot of good work on this, and they actually estimate that for every euro a tourist spends on accommodation, €2.50 is spent on ancillary tourism services. So you can imagine the, the wider tourism industry, industry, so the restaurants, the pubs, the attractions, the cultural experiences, they're all missing out on the tourism dollar. And that's going to be a huge uh, issue this summer and indeed into next summer because government are, are over-reliant on the tourism accommodation stock. And you're right, the hotels and guest houses and B&Bs are doing okay because they get a check from yeah. government every month or every three months. So they're doing okay but it's the, it's the downstream tourism businesses. That and really and that's fair enough. And I think a lot of us understand that. And those those little businesses in those towns around the country that are tourist towns probably are being affected. So are we saying then that the, the 9% VAT rate should be just abolished for hotels? Well, the, we're in favour of 9% for the whole sector because, you know, the, 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 the kind of... We've already said hotels are doing very well for themselves. Yeah, they have they, the, bed occupancy yeah. that they couldn't have otherwise dreamed of. Yeah. And would it not be nice for the government to claw back some of the money that it's already pumping into yeah. these hotels? The, the, the excessive prices that, that, that have been referenced, as I say, are the minority of hotels, often are, in, often are unfortunately, in Dublin. The, the, the majority of hoteliers in regional Ireland are charging very, very fair prices. And the 9% is equally applicable then. So you can't splice and dice the VAT rate geographically. So it has to be 9% across the whole country. I think it's the right rate. I think it's, it's the fairest rate. But Owen, uh, there are very one, few hotels that have empty beds now because if they do, they, they are, uh, you know, hoovered up by, by Roderick O'Gorman's department. So, so I would imagine that most hotels, I think, would it be fair to say, have bed occupancy levels that in previous times they could only have dreamed of? In the summer months, certainly it's a busy time, either through government contracts or from tourism. But for the rest of the year, for those businesses that aren't in government contracts, it's a very seasonal business. Um, I think 9% is the correct rate for tourism. If you look at us against our European peers, we're competitive. The government often talks about the importance of competitiveness, and 9% leaves us on a competitive keel. Every other cost of business is way out of kilter with our European peers. And the thing I'm afraid of, uh, um, Kira, is if the 9% goes up to 13.5%, 
As I mentioned, the vast majority of those 20,000 businesses in this sector have very modest profit margins, and they will have no choice but to pass on the bulk of that VAT increase, if not all of that VAT increase to the consumer. So it's going to be inflationary. So people think of VAT as some sort of stick to beat, um, you know, uh, wealthy hoteliers with. But in fact, it's a consumer tax. The, the, you know, VAT, VAT, just like in a clothes shop, uh, all businesses do. Is it is. I would completely agree with you. It's a consumer tax. But considering a lot of these uh, sort of downstream tourist uh, sort of businesses that you're talking about are, are kind of, you know, add-ons, they're luxuries, they're not necessities for people to buy. The demand elasticity is, is relatively high in those things. Very possibly if they pass it all on to the consumer, we won't see inflation, we'll just see demand for their products go down. So No, I, I think I think it shows in the past when, when VAT was, in, if VAT had increased in any sector, if VAT had increased in, 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 in clothes shops or in groceries or, or in, in tourism stock, eventually it gets passed on to the consumer and therefore it's inflationary. And in, in an inflationary cycle, when costs of business are soaring elsewhere, I think the last thing the government okay. should do is stoke the fire. In terms, in terms of prices, the best thing government could do is increase supply. And that's either through um, enabling additional development of new hotels or else finding an alternative plan for housing refugees and asylum seekers. Okay. The, the tourism accommodation stock will do their bit, but we can't be the primary accommodation provider. And, and, and that's fair, that and you're not, you're not, you're not the first to say that, and I think there are good arguments there. But lastly, you were saying that not everybody is engaged in price gouging, and I'm sure that's true. But for those who are engaged in price gouging, and we saw here in this programme last night, we uh, last week rather, we highlighted that um, certainly one hotel... Anyway, had pretty much tripled the price of, of their hotel rooms on the night of the Taylor Swift gig. Um, what Can anything be done to, to rein in those hotels that are, in fact, price gouging? I don't think. The regulation is relatively weak in the area. Um, it, it could be strengthened. But I think the best thing, to, best thing that can be done is actually increase competition in the sector and, and increase additional capacity. That is the best way to moderate price rather than government intervention or increasing the VAT rate will, in fact, do exactly the opposite. Okay. Look, thank you very much for speaking to us this morning. That is Owen O'Mara Walsh, Chief Executive of the Irish Tourism Industry Confederation. Let us know what you think. You know, the hoteliers will always say they're not price gouging. We've certainly seen some prices rocket at various times. But uh, what do you think should happen in terms of VAT, in terms of gouging? We'd love to hear from you this morning on the programme. 87 106 is the WhatsApp. 7.40 on News Talk Breakfast with Kira and Shane. Let's take a look at some of the stories hitting the headlines online and in print this morning. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.